0: Hey, hey, friends, welcome to the Lens of Faith podcast. You know, I've been going on this series about the gifts of the Spirit, and I was planning on speaking about the gift of healing this week, but as you know, my podcast is completely Holy Spirit-led. It's not my own opinion. It's not my own agenda, and that, my friends, is the purpose of my entire ministry. My goal in my heart is to listen to the Holy Spirit and to deliver His on-time Word. Part of walking in obedience is allowing God to change your plans, and that's what He did today. So even though I was planning on speaking on the gifts of the Spirit and continuing the series we have, He really put this message on my heart to talk about peace. Peace is really priceless. Let me tell you, peace is priceless. I got to tell you, if you live in peace, if you really live in perfect peace that only God can provide, your life will change. Completely, I'm talking drastically. (laughs) And not only is there so much confirmation in scripture, but I can even tell you personally from my own experience that peace is a game changer. I'm not talking about temporary peace because things are going your way. You know, you have the good job or financial security, you feel safe, you're healthy, you have the guy you want, the girl you want, the family you want, the kids are behaved. I'm not talking about circumstantial peace. I'm talking about supernatural peace that even in the middle of a storm, when things aren't going your way, when you're surrounded by chaos and everything looks like a disaster, but you still have peace. I mean, that's peace that the world cannot give and the world cannot take away. Ooh, I feel the Holy Spirit's power in this room right now. I just feel His presence. (laughs) I need a praise break. (laughs) Okay, I'm back. You know, Jesus is full of peace. He protects us. He has our back. But far too often, we let our circumstances determine our peace. It's like Peter when Jesus said, Come to me, trust me, walk to me in this raging storm. He started out trusting God, but ultimately he didn't have peace of mind, and he ended up sinking, right? But in Christ alone, there is peace it's not circumstantial, it's not temporary, and it's not based on anything logical because it's supernatural. I think of celebrities and those in power as being the perfect example of what it looks like to have peace and to not have peace. We hear these stories of famous people who seem to have it all. They're wealthy, they have a beautiful family, successful career, They're well-liked. You know, they seem to have it all. And then you hear suddenly that they committed suicide or they're going through another divorce. You know, logically, we might think, you know, they should be happy. Or we compare ourselves or think more highly of them than we ought to. But friends, let me tell you, the things of this world will never satisfy you, give you purpose, or bring you peace. I think of the best example that comes to my mind is Robin Williams. You know, I grew up watching Robin Williams movies. You know, he's a great actor. He was just so full of happiness. He was always laughing. His entire goal for his career was to make people laugh. I mean, that is what he was known for. He was known as one of the best comedians of his time, you know, and he just always had a smile on his face. He had a loving wife and he attained everything that the world chases after. But his life ended so tragically. You know, he wasn't even around his family when he passed. He committed suicide in his bedroom and nobody even knew it. I mean, that's how much pain he was in. Even though he had everything that this world has to offer, he had no peace. And because he had no peace, to him, his life was not worth living. That's why I tell you, friends, that peace is priceless. The Bible tells us that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus comes to give us abundant life. When people don't turn to God for fulfillment, they search for peace in so many different empty ways. They might turn to partying, drinking, drugs, you know, sleeping around, even excessive food and exercise. They're looking for something that this world cannot give them. But let me tell you, friends, God created us. He created us with a God-shaped void that only He can fill. He did that intentionally so that we would not be satisfied by anything that this world has to offer, anything temporary. You know, the world can only offer you money, culture, and lust, but the world itself is unhappy and shallow without its creator. The world can only bring temporary relief but Jesus will give us eternal life and the peace that we need. In John 14, God tells us, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. So do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Christ alone is the missing peace. And let me tell you, friends, lack of peace is not just for unbelievers and those in the world. Unfortunately, I know so many Christians, people that would claim to love Jesus, who live full of worry, full of anxiety, and they don't walk in peace. So just because you said the sinner's prayer and became a Christian and go to church on Sundays does not mean that you're automatically going to have peace. But there's good news, friends. (laughs) The Bible, which is the basic instructions before leaving earth, tells us over and over how we can have peace of mind despite our circumstances. Isaiah 26 tells us, God, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. So when you trust in God, when you fully, completely trust in God, then He will give you peace. When you trust in His character, you trust His track record, He's never failed you and He's not going to start now. You trust that He works all things for the good for those that love Him. That comforts us and it brings us peace. The Bible tells us that the key to having steady peace of mind is to walk in righteousness, living a life of surrender, obedience, being in God's perfect will for your life, and to fully trust Him. I can tell you, friends, that this is so true. I should probably be depressed, crazy, you know, backslidden by now with all that I've gone through. But instead, I got on my knees one day and I told God, you know, I surrender all to you. Whatever you want to do, do it. I'm yours. I gave him everything. You know, I gave him my heart. He healed my heart. I started asking him to easily convict me of anything that I was doing that wasn't pleasing him. I started spending time in my word daily, captivating my thoughts, forgiving my offenders, I'm really living a life of radical obedience. And I tell people all the time when they ask me, how do I know that I'm in God's perfect will for my life? Confirmation is supernatural provision and peace because God never orders something that he doesn't pay for. So if he tells you to do something, then he's going to take care of all your needs. And then there's also perfect peace that does not make sense. It passes all understanding. Like God tells us, In Philippians 4-7, His promise is true. He gives us peace that passes all understanding, and it guards our hearts and our minds in Jesus Christ. I like how the Message Translation puts it, Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness and His peace and everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Amen, right? You know, going through a pandemic that affected my business financially, I had peace. During the election craziness and all the riots, I still had peace. When God stripped everything comfortable from my life, Even then and now I have peace. That doesn't mean that life isn't hard and that I don't deal with disappointments. But you know, when I spend time with God and His Word and I captivate my thoughts and He gives me His perspective on my life, He fills me with supernatural peace. When you say yes to God and start living in His perfect will for your life, He really does give you supernatural peace, provision, and protection. Leviticus 26 tells us, God guarantees us that if we walk in His statutes and keep His commandments, meaning stay obedient, then He will keep our hearts in perfect peace. If we will do our part, then God will do His part. Friends, God is all about partnership. You know, a lot of times we want good things and we want God to be like, I call Santa Jesus or like, you know, fairy godmother and with a magic wand and just give us peace Give us patience, give us joy, give us favor. But really, those things don't come without work. There's work that we have to do on our part, and then God comes with His power and He transforms us. It's really the most beautiful of partnerships, and God ultimately gets all of the glory. So don't look to the world or to people or any other source to get peace, because real peace, perfect peace, Unshakable peace, it comes from Christ alone. As you must know, you know, we really live in a crazy world. I really don't know how people are doing it without Jesus. I mean, being a Christian, being a follower, being surrendered is not always easy. But without eternal hope and peace and a greater purpose, every other thing that you try in this world is just a temporary band-aid. But Jesus, my friends, is the Neosporin. You know, God tells us in John 16 that when craziness comes in this world and you feel alone, you're not alone because I've told you these things so that in me, you may have peace in this world. You will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world in Psalm 119. Great peace. Have those who love your law and nothing can make them stumble. Nothing can make them stumble. Essentially saying, you know, when we obey God, we pursue holiness, nothing can make us stumble, because God protects the righteous. So do you want peace, friends? Then pursue righteousness. And living a life of peace even has its physical benefits. You know, in Proverbs it tells us, that a heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. In Colossians, you know, he tells us, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. I encourage you, friends, to wake up each morning and have a grateful heart and thank God for who He is, because it really does cultivate a life of peace. Now, the Bible does tell us that there is a people group that will never have peace, and that is the wicked. In Isaiah 48, we read, There is no peace, says the Lord, for the wicked. So the wicked will not have peace. You cannot be wicked and have peace. You know, when we think of wicked, we think of like the worst kind of people, maybe the serial killers, right? Pedophiles, Satan worshipers, and people like that. But as I really dug deep and studied on what the Bible means, when it mentions the wicked and the definition of it, you'll be surprised. According to the Bible, the definition of wicked or wickedness, the state of being wicked is a mental disregard for justice, righteousness, truth, honor, virtue, evil in thought, and life, depravity, sinfulness, and criminality. So if there's someone that has a disregard for justice or righteousness, truth, honor, or virtue— then the Bible calls that person wicked. You know, we hear the use of wicked to describe fairy tale witches, so it's devalued its seriousness. But in the Bible, the term was a scathing accusation. In fact, being wicked sometimes brought God's curse upon people. And in our current day, Satan is becoming bolder and bolder. The world is calling evil things good. And the world is trying to normalize wickedness. But the Bible still remains true. Second Timothy tells us, Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. And again in 1 Peter 3, God is urging us that we must turn from evil and do good, that we must seek peace and pursue it. God promises that His children can have perfect peace and be kept in a place of perfect peace. Some can have peace, but it's fleeting and they're never kept there. Others can be in peace, but it's not perfect peace. It can be the peace of spiritual sleep and ultimate destruction. But there is a perfect peace that the Lord will keep us in. To be kept in this perfect peace, our mind must be stayed. So what sustains your mind? What do you constantly think of? What does your mind stand fast upon? What is your mind established upon? What does your mind lean upon? Because in order to have this perfect peace, your mind cannot occasionally come to the Lord. It has to be stayed on Him. So to be kept in this perfect peace, our mind must be stayed on the Lord. If our mind is stayed on ourselves or our problems or the problem people in our lives or on anything else, we can't have this perfect peace. This is what it means when Paul says in the Bible that his heart stays on him. And he says that I may know him in Philippians. We have to guard our eyes, guard our ears, you know, and captivate our thoughts. Because Satan loves to get our minds on anything except God and his love to us. We must keep our minds stayed on whatever it is that we are trusting. When we trust in the Lord, we keep our minds stayed on Him. It all means that the battle for trust in our lives belongs in our minds. And if we trust the Lord, it will show in our actions. But it begins first in our mind. If you're feeding the flesh more than you feed the spirit every day, then you're going to lack peace. You know, if you're always watching the news or, watching secular movies, listening to secular music, listening to secular people, if that's what most of your day consists of, but you're not spending any time with God feeding your spirit, captivating your thoughts, or you only spend five minutes a day on the Bible app, then you can't expect to have perfect peace. And I can say it because I'm guilty of this myself. You know, God convicts me when I spend too much time doing things that don't concern Him. Of course, you know, there's times that I lack perfect peace because I allow my mind to win, you know, but in those times that I do feel conflicted, I know enough to quickly get back on track, you know, to spend time with God or whatever it is that I need to do, captivate my thoughts, turn off what I'm watching or listening to, maybe forgive the person that just offended me, you know, whatever it is that I need to do to get back on track, then I want to do that. But really, friends, it's your sensitivity to the Holy Spirit and His sweet conviction that will be our reminder during those times. Really, perfect peace comes from a complete lifestyle change. You know, when you surrender your time to God, you surrender what you do to God, you captivate your thoughts, you trust Him in every area of your life, all that combined gives you perfect peace. So, I encourage you, friends, to allow God to transform your mind. You know, the Bible tells us do not be conformed by the pattern of this world, but instead be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is his good, pleasing, and perfect will. What we consume, what we take in, and our thought life really determines our quality of life. Everything that we do, Whether good or bad, it all starts with a single thought. For more about your thought life, you can go back to my previous episode, Captivate Your Thoughts. Captivating your thoughts is really powerful and can be life-changing only if you choose to apply these biblical principles. Well, friends, this wraps up this message on perfect peace. I hope that it was encouraging, insightful, And that you would apply these God-given instructions so that you can live a life full of peace. Because let me tell you, friends, in a world full of chaos, there's nothing like God's peace. I'll end us in prayer today. Lord God, thank you for who you are. Thank you, Lord God, that you are teaching us how we can have perfect peace that only comes from you. That's not temporary. That's not conditional. But it's because we choose a righteous life. We choose to trust you. We choose to allow you to captivate our thoughts. We choose to guard our hearts, our eyes and our ears from being polluted with the things of this world. First of all, we come before you, Lord, and we repent for the times that we have allowed the world to be the deciding factor in our life and to dictate our peace and have more say than it ought to, Lord God. If we treasured anything that this world has to offer, any of these temporary things that we cannot take with us, more than we have treasured you, we repent, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that we would have a greater sensitivity to your sweet conviction, that we would no longer allow the things of this world to rob us of our peace. We don't want to live with chaos and conflict, Lord God. We want you to resolve every issue in our mind, in our heart, in our will. Lord God, that we would surrender it all to you. Trust you completely. Spend time in your word. Spend time allowing you to fill us up. Give us a hunger and a craving for your presence. For there is peace in your presence, Lord God. Draw us closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. make sure to sign up to get all the blog and podcast updates at LeamarieCarson.com. Follow on Instagram at The Lens of Faith. Subscribe to The Lens of Faith podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Remember, friends, life becomes clearer when you focus through the lens of faith. Talk to you soon.